Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. It's Hopsy Baby Boy. Episode 22, folks, we are back at it. A month hiatus, and that's not acceptable. And that will never happen again in the history of this show's, this show's running. It just it won't be accepted. Um, I had a little bit of craziness go on these last couple weeks. Um, real confident after, uh, you know, last uh, was episode 21, the independent journalism, the release of the show's heading south. Um, and then after that, um, a little bit of craziness ensued. I made the, made the switch, made my, gassed up the Dakota, the trusty Dakota that I've taken to hell's end and back several times. It's to come with me. I've started driving at 19, 26 now. We've had seven years of just exploring this continent, me and me and this truck. And it's been down to Alabama before, gassed it up, got it ready to go. And um, put put a couple new dancing shoes on it, a couple new tires in the front, before I could get down there. And holy, she gripped that road like uh, like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, an absolute great road companion, and it's it's happy to have the Dakota with me again on the road. Uh, but we made it down here. I drove down to Birmingham, Alabama, on it would have been December fifteenth, I believe, is when I left. We had training camp start on the eighteenth, and then um, before you knew it. Season started on December 26th, Boxing Day in Canada, as we call it. You say that to someone in the United States of America, they look at you with a blank face because they do not know what that means. They do not know what Boxing Day is. It does not exist in the States. Do not refer to it as a date of recognition while in the United States of America. Don't do it because you will not, it will not register. Um, but yeah, season started. I'm already a couple games into the season. Um, I came down here with every intention to uh, just keep recording, but my, I think the first week of me living down here, I was in a hotel uh, directly sleeping beside another male in a bed beside me, as you know how that goes. So I, I just didn't think it, I was, what am I going to do, go down to the lobby and start uh, recording things there, just start yammering on. I could have, could have, might have worked, but I didn't do it, and I'm sorry. But um, this show will continue on. I'm going to do my best to uh, do this. I've done podcasts before when I was in university. I did that during the season. Granted, we weren't playing as many games and whatnot. I had the help of a co-host and, and, and some other outlets to lean on. Not the case down here. As I, as I talk to you, I am using my nightstand as a desk for my laptop, and I have a kitchen chair, and I'm hunched over that because I don't have a desk. This is what I'm recording on. This is the sacrifices it takes to be an independent journalist, especially when you're on location down south. Folks, I came in so confident last episode. I was so fired up about uh, getting the opportunity to come down here continue the show and then um, once it became reality that I was really about to leave um, it was weird I went through some some wild thoughts some thoughts of maybe I didn't even want to go I had gotten so used to you know working it was nice work and making some coin I got into a nice routine there in Stratford with my girlfriend Uh, we were having a great time I definitely didn't want to leave her um, you know go on my lonesome again um, and I started to have some doubts of if I really wanted to play, but luckily I reached out to some friends, had some serious conversations, and I realized that had I not taken this opportunity, it would be definitely a severe regret. And I came down here, and I am definitely glad I did do it. Um, it's crazy being back playing again. It definitely felt weird after a 10-month hiatus. Like holy fuck, I'll be honest. It, you could really tell. You could feel it. And um, to be just add fuel to fire. I wore new wheels um, to camp. I just never had worn them before. 
I wore them once to one skate before uh, I'd, I'd skated literally all summer. I just did beer league skates. I skated uh, once a week, and then I think about about two months before I left uh, for camp there in December, I started skating on uh, Monday nights as well. So I was doing a Sunday Monday thing, but I literally only skated with the same group of guys. We just were playing like shinny hockey games. I did no drills. I hadn't done a single drill till I went back to Birmingham. And uh, since I'd left in March when the season got canceled because of COVID. So, I mean, I felt like I was behind the eight ball a bit, but I think a lot of guys were too. Um, honestly, I think adding the new skates to that mix kind of helps you, kind of distracts you a little bit. You know, you kind of got more things in your plate. So, I mean, you know, if I had all my gear feeling great, I would have been really just worried about my game. And then here, you know, coming in with the skates, you kind of got, you know, you're trying to work the skates in. So, you know, you kind of got some things to distract you. And I know that sounds funny. You might think that doesn't make sense, but I think it just kind of you know, maybe relaxes your mind from focusing so much on playing so well that, you know, you're not gonna, you're going to screw up. So um, it's been, it's been great getting back and playing though. Um, I did train hard. I trained my ass off from September on. Uh, I definitely didn't get, um, there's some things you, I find are just so hard to train for when you're by yourself. Like, you know, when you're not training with a group of guys doing hill sprints and, and stuff like that and doing groundwork where you're, you know, timing yourself, doing agility drills, doing some hill sprints, you know, chasing people up and down the hill, being competitive, th that you're going to lack on that when you're just trying to train your, by yourself doing those those types of workouts. So I felt like I was behind the eight ball on that, but it turned out I got down here. I actually felt really good. And um, I've been, um, you know, trying to just take care of the body now that we're skating every day. It's been... Uh, it's been pretty crazy. It's been uh, it's been fun getting back into it. Um, it was definitely insane going from literally December 18th when camp started to December 26th. We were playing real games. No exhibition games. Definitely felt wild, especially after 10 months. That was crazy. But uh, the league is really good this year. Um, I think it's just a privilege to be able to play hockey right now. There's so many guys that aren't just aren't playing. A lot of guys are just sitting the year idle, hoping that, that more is going to open up next year. Um, so many guys are just hanging them up because of the uncertainty that this year's presented. But um, I'm just thankful to be able to have some have a spot right now and um, be playing. So it's been, it's been fun. We're four games in. The league is strong. It's so much. It's, it's night and day to, compared to what it was last year. I think there's only 13 teams in the coast playing, and then there's only the five teams in the Southern League playing. So. There's guys on my team that uh, you know would have no business being in the Southern League in in, an, in a normal season, we'll say, but uh, are down here given to the limited spots available around globally, just in hockey and any sport. Any like there's so many things on pause, so many things aren't playing. So just thankful to be down here. Um, the games have been pretty packed. Like they're not full, but there's definitely fans in the stands. Um, our first game we had a huge crowd, and I think they had to dial it back a bit. I think they kind of raised some red flags, but I think everything's probably running at like a 60%. It kind of seems like capacity-wise, but um, I haven't played every team in the league yet. Um, our schedule is kind of hilarious so far. I've played four games, and three of them have been against the same team. So we're going to see a lot of these guys a lot uh, in a row. It's going to hopefully create some good rivalries. It's going to be some good hockey, but it's just been fun to play, and I'm, and I'm glad to be down here playing again and um, I mean, I'm not making a million dollars, that's for sure, but it's nice to just come down here. Um, league seems great. The weather's great. It's just nice to be hanging out and, and playing hockey again. And uh, definitely, like I said, I feel like I've mentioned this again, but just being grateful at the moment to be able to play. 
Um, like I did say though, I was having some, some heavy thoughts before I made my way down about like, is this really what I want to do? I obviously had a lot of family members worried about, you know, with a pandemic going on, should I be traveling down South and playing? But, uh, I'm, I'm glad I made the decision. Um, I think it was like the day or two before I went, I went and got my hair cut at, um, per my girlfriend's father's recommendation, this legendary man named Jack the Barber. And uh, it turns out he's a musician, Jack is. And uh, we, we had a great time. I love old school barbers. You know, you go, you get your hair cut, you have a great conversation. Um, it turns out he's a huge, he's a huge into music and he's, he's had a band for years. And um, I just was joking. I was like, well, you ever need members of your band? And he was saying how we did. And he was trying to basically convince me to maybe potentially join his band, which is known as Jack in the Heartbeat. And he was, and I was telling him like, well, Jack, I can't really sing that well. He's like, we'll get you all tuned up. We'll get you going. And I was literally there in my head. I was like, do I really want to go play some hockey? Or should I just stay here and start my musical career with Jack in the heartbeat after this haircut? Gave me a sick haircut, though. But um, that would have been sweet. I'm hoping to do something like that. Post-hockey career, look out for an unbelievable band. Like maybe like a, th- a trio, we'll call it. And we're going we're gonna to build some tunes, I think, one day. Maybe it'll be with me and Jack in the heartbeat. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to be down here playing. I hope it's going to add some great content to the show. I'll be honest. Um, there's some things I'm, I could say some hilarious things right now, uh, about this, what's already happened in this year. And I just don't think I would, I don't know if I think I'm also naive to think that I, anyone that listens to this show would, would care about what I, anything I have to say, but you know, trying to stay off social media with all this stuff about the surrounding the season, you know, it's a unique one with, with the pandemic and whatnot, but it's it's been fucking hilarious already. Like what what a, what a turn of events. Let's just say, but I love Alabama. Alabama is a great fucking spot, and I don't know why. I feel like Alabama is this place that um, everyone has an opinion on. Even in Canada, I mean, everyone thinks they know a lot about Alabama. It seems like, I mean, whenever something comes up from the news, whether it be something that maybe that's not uh, that great or something you know negative. People love just pointing the finger at Alabama sometimes, and I don't know if that's in a negative light. They get they get a bad rap, is what I almost want to say. But no, Alabama's great. I love Alabama. I mean, the place is hilarious. I mean, this is a true America, is like I like to call it. This is like as USA as you can get is down here in Alabama. But uh, great people, great mix of people too. Like everyone comes down here thinking that it's just crazy white people. No, there's like. There's every ethnicity imaginable down here. A lot of people. And, I mean, the, the roads are absolutely insane. I think every roadway, every freeway is like the Indy 500. they got four-lane highways going 100. People are going so fast, it'll honestly blow your mind. And one thing I always find, um, this is obviously me coming from a Canadian's perspective, growing up in Canada and whatnot, Um but you don't realize how many people live in the U.S. until you really like, like hop on a road and maybe drive like town to town or or drive around the freeways and just like like you know Canadian cities have rush hour, don't no doubt. And I mean, especially the big cities, which there's only like five or six of them. But you know, there's there's places in Canada where you're gonna get some serious traffic and whatnot. But when you just go anywhere in the states, like there's just so many more cars on the road. It's absolutely insane. Like just the amount more, like the 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 amount of people that there are in the states compared to the Canada is just crazy. It's just so much. It's so densely populated. Like it, you really don't really realize it until like 
any time of the day you're on one of these big freeways and it's just packed it's buzzing there's people everywhere there's cars breaking down the side of the road um, every time you go on the for a, a, a drive there's someone like changing a tire when you're flying by there's it's just crazy it, it really is and i mean they have more food options than i've ever seen like i could have I've never seen so many restaurants there's so many restaurants down here like there's everything you could ever imagine to eat you could never try them all i mean i laugh sometimes people are like well you know why doesn't the united states have free health care i'm like well it's probably because of that there's six barbecue places on this street that have a milkshake with 5,000 calories in it. You just can't, you can't have free health care when that, there's stuff like that in the menu that people are consuming. It's just counterproductive. It doesn't work like that. It wouldn't make sense. The food is unbelievable, though. I mean, you could, there's anything you could think of. I mean, and oh, the portion sizes, they're not shy with it. They're not shy with it. And everything is sweet tea with it. I never, like, sweet tea is so much different than iced tea. It's not even comparable. You, like, iced tea is its own animal. I don't even, if you said iced tea to someone in the States, they wouldn't even really know what you're talking about. They, they'd think you're stupid trying to, t- like, they'd, they'd probably put two and two together, but they, that's not a thing. Sweet tea is just, every meal here, I feel like, if, if you don't tell them what you're going to order with it, it's just coming with a sweet tea. Sweet tea is good, but the, it's the unsweet tea, which I'm a little bit more into with the no sugar. I think it's better, a little bit more refreshing. I mean, you want to try to dust that off because you can't be just crushing these sugary drinks all day. It's not going to work out very well for you. But in terms of Alabama, I mean, it's really, um, the people are very polite. It's a lot of, uh, God bless you, sir. God bless you, baby. God bless you, boy. You know, when you're holding the door for something like that, you get a lot of that. Um, people are, people are in no rush. If you go, um, you could go to a Whataburger and try to get a combo and that could take 20 minutes. It might, because people are, it's, there's just a different pace of life. It seems down here to a degree. Uh, people are a little bit more laid back. There's that Southern hospitality factor in there and it's definitely, you know, it's, it's prevalent. Uh, but apart from that, I mean, it doesn't seem too crazy. I thought it was going to be warmer. I was surprised at the weather for this time of year. I mean, I'm only three hours from the ocean literally south of me uh florida's three hours from here um and it's still like some mornings i could wake up it might be minus two right now when i wake up but i gotta scrape off the windshield with the credit card because i naturally didn't bring a snow scraper to birmingham alabama didn't think i need one but um i mean you you can golf every day we get to go to a golf course here um conditions aren't like it's not exactly green grass the greens and the tee boxes are in good shape. Other than that, like it's kind of dead grass, but the course is sick and uh, the weather's not bad at all. I mean, a couple of days it gets into the, uh, I mean, I hate how they do the, the Fahrenheit is so ridiculous. Like can the States fuck off the one country in the world that does it? It just, it pisses me off so much. I basically know that 30 is cold. 30, I believe is freezing, right? 70, I know is nice. 80 is hot. 90 is like ridiculous. Um, but the conversion I always, whenever I hear the weather, I automatically in my head do like minus 30 divided by two. And I don't know if that's the exact calculation, but you pretty much get to a T what the weather is by doing that in your head. So that's what I've always done historically, but I'm starting to get a better grip, grip, grasp, 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 Jesus, grasp on the temperature thing. Um, and I know like miles like is 1.6 K is a mile. So I try to kind of loosely do that, 100 kilometers an hour, 60 miles an hour, you know, that kind of thing. Um, 
but it's it's nice here. I mean, I'm definitely like some days I wear shorts, but uh, I mean, most days you just get away wearing a hoodie. It's not as nice as I thought it was going to be, but I think in about a month's time, we're going to get some of that really nice weather. I'm um, going to be wearing shorts a little bit more often, but in terms of um, snow, uh, ice, bullshit, shoveling, haven't done any of that. So I, I'm a happy camper. I mean, I, you can get used to this. Um, a lot of guys that come down here and play in these southern states, they come down and they don't end up leaving. It's hard. You know, you're from Canada. You grow up in the fucking cold. You're freezing all the time. You come down here, it's nice. It's a nice change of pace. And, and I can see why people love it. Um, one thing that's really weird about Alabama, though, is they don't recycle. There's there's zero recycling. I don't believe um, I've seen, like, even at, like, a store, mall, or anything, like, even, like, a, a place for plastic bottles. Like, you don't have the option at, like, well, I'm from Calgary. And, I mean, this is, again, this is my experience. This is what I know. When you're back home in Calgary, you got a fucking black bin for garbage. You have a blue bin for recycling. You have a fucking green bin for compost. Like, you basically don't put anything in the black bin by the end of it. Once the, you sort everything out properly in the blue and the compost, they're doing a good job up there. They're doing a, like, But down here, no. You, like my fucking, Me and my roommates, there's three of us. We could go through three bags of garbage a day because all we do is we have to you have a Gatorade. There's nowhere to put it. There's no recycling because that I don't think exists. So you can just throw it in the garbage. It feels so weird. I don't like it at all. It, it just It's very odd. I can't believe that. There's just nothing like, I've never, there's no recycling. And I mean, I feel like people down here hate drinking tap water. And um, that's another subject I'll get into. But so people are just throwing bottle, like people just buy bottled water and they just throw it out. Buy Gatorades, throw it out. Everything, nothing gets recycled down here. And it's actually just crazy to me. I can't believe it. Like I had a couple of bottles of wine and I didn't know what to do with them. Cause like you don't, there's no like bottle return. There's no depot. There's no talk about returning it for money i don't even know if that's a thing and um i didn't know what to do with them i eventually just threw them out i don't know what to do like how do you recycle it's not a thing and it's just very odd to me that in 2020 with knowing what we know about you know the environment and stuff that we're just tossing shit away it's it's what is it odd odd it is odd but i mean it's 2021 now and um stuff is just being thrown away i don't know what to say I mean, it's just kind of odd, but um, other than that, I love the place. The place is great. I mean, we we have we have a really good time. Um, good group of guys, and um, I mean, a, a wise man once said, "You always take the first job you're offered after school," and that man was Warren Buffett. So that is what I'm doing. A lot of people think you come down here playing the Southern League. You're down here for the love of the game. You're down here trying to advance. I'm down here for the money. I'm down here to make that fat bank bro, okay? And that's where I, I got a job. I got secured payment. Um, that's where I came is to make that hot cash, okay? If you don't fucking understand that, I don't really fucking understand you, okay? Um, I will be honest. It's It's been a ride uh, playing. I played university hockey for five fucking years. So that's hockey with no fighting for five fucking years. And then you come, no, no, not that, like, no one's fighting tons, but, like, you, know, you come down into pro hockey, and then you're playing, and, and, and you can fight again. And it's like, I don't know, in junior, I used to fucking, I used to always feel like I was right in the middle of it. I used to always want to just get into every fucking 
bump every scrap I could and, and it was sweet. But right now it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get that fire back. It's like my care level is fucking off because I've just played this fucking university hockey where you don't fight through that fire isn't there and you just get used to it and it's, it's bullshit. So, I mean, I'm four games in and I just, I just want to have a little more fire to my game and I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully I find that. God, you know, it's tough. People don't like, these are the things people don't talk about. Okay. I don't hear people talk about this. I never hear successful players open up about their feelings before games or whatnot. Maybe this podcast is going to do that. Joking. This podcast is, remember, there's going to be no gain from this podcast. This is not a self-help podcast. There's going to be no benefit. There's it's not a learning podcast, all right? But one thing I, I, I've, I, have, I find like, I'm 26 now. I've played for a long time in my own eyes. I mean, I didn't make the NHL like I hoped I would. But um, I like to think I carved out a decent career. I've had some fun. I've played for a long time. Met a lot of beauties along the way. So I, I, I'm, I'm always happy with what I've done with the game of hockey. But I've always found that, and this is very transferable to anything in life. And this is one of my biggest like lessons, I think, through the game is and, and through preparation. I, I've really started to realize and really started to hone. And it sounds so stupid, but it's almost just like you just can't care. Um you get so fired up for hockey and for things you really care about and things that you want to do well, things that you want to put your best in and have the best results play out for you possible, you know? So when that happens, you're going to get that anxiety because, you know, you're worried about the future. You're worried about what's coming. You're worried about how you're going to react to it, how you're going to perform in it and what you're going to do when that situation presents itself. So you, you just worry yourself. And I just found that the best thing you can do is, you don't think about those scenarios. Why would you, you can't frighten yourself out with a scenario that hasn't happened yet. So you just almost can't care. You just can't even think about it. You just kind of don't think about it. And I find that, I mean, like in terms of, I'm talking this from a hockey standpoint, you know, I used to go into games and I'd always be like thinking so hard, like, oh, what am I going to do when I get the puck? Like, how am I going to react? Like, what do I got to do this game to be successful? And then, you know, you get the puck and then you're like, oh shit, what do I do? Like you're overthinking everything. But when you just kind of have that clear mindset, when you don't really give a fuck, you know, you just kind of go out there and enjoy it, enjoy the moment, you have some fun, you know, you feel it, you let the game come to you, um, you feel a lot better. And I don't think I'm explaining this very well at all, but I just like, I don't try to get too worked up now when I play. I mean, the day of a game, I just kind of chill. I don't like to think even, I like to live right in the moment. And I think that's, one thing that I think athletics really teaches you, and I mean, it's a great life lesson too, and this is just one that I think this coming back and playing this season has really honed into me, is just like, you got to just focus on the moment. I mean, that's how you succeed in anything. You just take it all, you dial it back, and all that matters is what the fuck you're doing with your two feet on the ground at the moment, how you enjoy those moments, what you do with them, and what you make out of them. That's, that's life, that's athletics, that's anything. And that's just what you have to focus on. So you can't look in the past, think about what you could have done differently. You can't look in the future, think about what you're going to do. Just enjoy what you have right there. And I don't know where the fuck I'm coming from with this. This is so random. Did not intend to speak about this, any of this shit at all. But um, just a little thing I've thought about since playing again. <clears throat> One thing I, I've also noticed, though, again and again, is how pissed fucking poor I am at social media. I, I really don't know how to do it. And um, I wish I could promote this podcast a lot better because we're going to be doing a lot of cool things on it. We're going to be having a lot of cool conversations. And I hope that um, 
I've done enough in a row, I think, with just myself. I'm going to really reach out here. and I'm going to look to have some cool episodes in the next coming weeks. And I hope to showcase that better on my Instagram account. Um, I cannot stress enough, folks. I would love it if you could help me in any way promote this podcast. Get it out there. Um, the episode's coming. They're going to be fucking good. They're going to be really good. And, I mean, this episode's kind of a wonky one because we know we're just transitioning back into things. But I'm really excited to be doing this again. Um, this show has been really fun. I cannot believe that I'm doing episode 22. I mean, it should be episode 26, 27 because I missed a couple of weeks. But the fact that we're still doing this is awesome. I really I really hope all of you are still listening. I fucking love it. I love doing this, and, um, and we're going to continue to do it, all right? So enough of that. I mean, um, I missed a lot of cool events, you know, uh, with World Juniors and whatnot. <clears throat> the NHL will be back next week, though, so that's pretty sweet. Looking forward to it. 56-game season, it's going to be a little different, but, uh, I mean, that's going to come fast. There's going to be a lot of hockey for the next six months, so don't forget, too, the Southern League's on. That's where the real hockey's at. Um, we were, I was watching the world juniors the other day with a couple guys, my roommates. And I mean, like we're 20s, I'm 26 now. Like, fuck, like I never played world juniors for sure. But you know, you're looking back, we're all watching these kids who are nasty on TV. And I look at the boys, I'm like, what happens? Do you think if our team plays the world junior team, a Southern pro league team, a lot of people hear that they'd laugh, say the world junior team would probably fucking smash them. But we had this argument. We said, what rules are we playing? What barns are we playing in? And I said, exactly. People can argue that all they want. You you want to we we play the World Junior team on uh, up there in the fucking Rogers Center in Edmonton with uh, them running around with the gear they got on, playing the way they play with the international rules. Yeah, they'd fucking work us for sure. But how about you bring them down to the Southern League? You get them playing a three and three uh, with the war with the with the sticks we have to use, the gear we have to wear, with one ref system on the uh, in in the conditions we play with the humidity. Uh, some softer ice. You come down there and you fucking you you try to hack it down there in a, in a southern league game. We'll see what the score is. I don't know. That'd be a fucking event, would it not? Fucking blows that Canada lost. Obviously, that sucks. Uh, it's hilarious. I liked being down here for it though. It was cool because I got so many American teammates. So they were really into it. They were giving it to the boys when uh, when Canada lost. So it just that made it more fun. But I mean, it's always fun to see the tournament. But, I mean, I was, it's, it's beautiful, too. It should always be a USA-Canada final. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, it always brings out the stupidity in, in, in everyone, too. I mean, who I think his name's Pete Blackburn. He's a big Twitter guy. And I don't think he's a barstool guy. I think he's an NBC guy. But he, he, he came on. He was on TSN for something. And, like, he was just, like, kind of, you know, getting the rivalry fired up. So he was chirping Canada a bit. And I hear people make this argument all the time, and it fucking drives me bonkers. I hate when people say it. So they're obviously chirping, you know, because the gold medal game is coming up, uh, which Canada did proceed to lose. Big deal. Um, but they're talking about how the, I think it was the three previous gold medal games before that the states had played, they had won. So they'd also, you know, those are valid arguments. But then someone, this guy brought up, and I hear, I'm only using him is because he's the last person I heard say it, but people say it all the time. And Americans especially, they'll always be like, well, when was the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? And I'll be like, What? <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be like, what? The, what? What does that argument have to do about Canada versus USA and hockey? And they'll be like, well, when was the last time a Canadian team won a Stanley Cup? Like, the Stanley Cup's been in the States since 1993, baby, basically. Like, wh- where's Canada with that? I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking argument ever. Is it not? That doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't... You can't... An NHL team that has no national... Le- that has no nationality ties. 
Like when I watched, um, when you watch an American team you hate, who the, I'm trying to think of even who the fucking last team was in the playoffs. That was the last team in a final. Who was the last team in a Stanley Cup final? Probably Vancouver. And it was Boston. And I was cheering for Boston 100%. Fuck Vancouver. I fucked the Vancouver Canucks. They have no tie. I didn't care that it was Canada. And anyone that does is a loser who doesn't really enjoy hockey. That's not what you look at. I mean, if you want to play that game, look at how many Canadians are probably on every American team that's won it since 1993. I mean, this is just a stupid argument. I think anyone who says that, just say that. This doesn't even make fucking sense. Like, that's why, like, that's like an American, like, like, I'd be like, if the Blue Jays won the World Series, I'd be like, we're better at baseball. When in reality, the people would be like, you're a fucking idiot. And I'd be like, yeah, I am, because I just said that. It doesn't make any sense. So when people say that, just don't, that's not an argument you can use for anything. That'd be like me saying, oh, Czechoslovakia is unbelievable because so-and-so was on, uh, because Yager was in the Penguins. That doesn't make any sense. It's, that just doesn't work. All right, so I'm going to stop there. I feel like I'm rambling on about that a little bit. Um, but it's going to be interesting, folks. The next couple of weeks are going to be crazy. I mean, last week we had people running up into the Capitol building, storming, um, you know, government agencies here in uh, the United States. So who knows what's going to happen? Uh, the vaccine's rolling out. <clears throat> um, people have got a problem with everything. It's funny, though, being down here, like Canada's all locked up. And I mean, I'm pretty sure this, the counts of uh, cases are they're a little they're a little worse down here. They're a little worse down here, I think. And uh, there's not a lot of panic. A lot, I will say, though, you do have to wear masks in stores down here. And, and in all the other states I drove through to get down here, masks were mandatory. I was surprised to see that. I mean, a lot of people do not adhere to these rules, but just to even see that that was mandatory, I was, thought that was impressive. So, I mean, from there, I don't think we're any better off by being locked up in Canada, but not being locked up down here. I mean, it doesn't change anything. Like, it's it's what comes around is all around, man. This virus is still here, so... I pray you're all safe. I pray you're all, um, you know, taking the steps to hopefully keep yourself safe, keep your family safe, and hopefully this bullshit goes away soon because it's getting tiresome. But, folks, it's 2021. Let's look at the bright side. Uh, let's not focus on all the bullshit going on there. You know, the great reset they're telling us is coming our way. Uh, it's always it's always something, all right? The pandemic's on. Everyone's bored. Everyone's sick of everything. Um, the media is horrific. Um, that's why you listen to the project because that's where you get the truth. Um, I really hope that um, everyone's staying safe, all right? Um, I'm, I'm going to cut it off there, folks. Um, this wasn't the best episode, I'm not going to lie to you, but I needed to get something out, tell you all that I'm not I'm not, I'm not rolling over here and dying, all right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcaster, um, I'm an independent journalist, and I'm going to keep bringing you the stories that matter. Um, please interact with me on social media. Give me a, give me a shout. Uh, if you're a friend of the show, um, give me a message on social media. Tell me you like the show, you didn't like it, you think I'm an idiot, you think I'm dumb, what I could be better at. I like that. That's that's fun. That's how we get better. Um, folks, I, I I was farting around like for like t- all day. All day I've been staring at the computer trying to get this episode out. Um, I was farting around trying to get a cool intro with the guitar. I couldn't do that. But um Moral of the story is I've settled into my new place. Um, I'm going to have more opportunities to research and put more into my show than I was when I was working uh, fucking 60-hour weeks and trying to work out on top of that. Um, this show's just going to keep – we're just going to keep learning. We're going to keep lo- getting better, and um, I can't wait to see what's in store, folks. Um, it's Monday. I'm going to get this out tonight. Um, I think Monday nights should possibly hopefully work out for a little bit here, but e- from either or, it's going to be a weekly show. I look to talk to you very soon. I look to have some fun with y'all, and we're gonna we're gonna mix it up. We're gonna have. Uh, I hope I didn't just say y'all.
can't be doing Southern things. But uh, we're going to have some d- different stuff coming up here soon, some interviews, some funness, and um, I'd love to keep in touch with you all. All right, so follow the project on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Don't really use the thing on t- uh, the, the project uh, tweet tweeter yet. But um, we're going to get some stuff going here, okay? We're going to keep ramping it up, folks. Thank you so much. This show, there's nothing like it. I tell you right now, this is The Project, episode 22. Talk to you very soon. Bye now.